0: welcome back to another episode on the home with havila podcast this sunday is mother's day so we wanted to take a moment to encourage and empower all the amazing mothers out there so tune in today to hear one of the sessions from the amazing moms of men course with lisa bevere Pavla and Lisa chat about how to create boundaries and structure in your home with children, which is huge, so important. I learned so much from listening to this again, and I know you will too. We also wanted to give you incredible moms a free gift today. So if you go to, truth to slash moms, you can download a free ebook, Three Things I Wish I Knew Before Becoming a Mom of Boys. So if you're not a mom yet, this is for you too. Listen in, tune in. There is some really precious, valuable tips full of wisdom for you today.
1: We're so excited that you're joining us for this like, series, this mommy marathon of mommy learning marathon. how to parent your kids well and be your be your kid's mom. Uh, really, only boys. Sorry. Only boys, though. Yeah, we're just, <laughs> it's a little segregated today. Uh, but I really want to talk a little bit about, um, or we want to talk about, how do we create boundaries in our home? And, and, you know, a lot of you guys ask questions about toddler tantrums and what do I do about, you know, how do I structure my home so that I'm the one in charge and or whatever it is. And uh, we kind of went back to the basics, like we thought we should go back to the basics. There was a lot
2: of specific questions, but the very basic is that God has given you those children for you to discipline them. You need to stop trying to be their BFF, be their friend and be their mother, be their mother. And then I also want to say in this, you don't have to be their father. You just Mm -hmm. have to be the mother. You can't be the father and the mother You need to be the mother. And uh, God takes this very serious. We found a kind of a humorous scripture uh, (laughs) that I felt like I should share. Um, It's Proverbs 30, verse 17. And I'm just going to go ahead and bust it out from the message translation. But it pretty much is the same information. All of it says, uh, An eye that disdains a father and despises a mother... Now we've all seen our kids roll their eyes, uh-huh. act annoyed. Uh-huh. That eye will be plucked out by wild <laughs> vultures and consumed by young eagles. Listen, you don't want this to happen no. to your kids. You need to discipline them so that they don't do this kind of stupid um, stuff. Yeah. We don't want their eyes plucked out. No, we don't. We don't want to eat eagles. eagles. No way. So we're giving you permission to discipline your children. And a lot yeah. of moms have it. Like, they feel like if they're not perfect, they can't discipline. Right. Or and- if they react you know, stressed out, right. they can't discipline. They're gonna ruin
1: their kids. Yeah, And
2: you know, I think part of
1: the difficulty as a mom is that we are much of the nurture in the home. So sometimes it's like, gosh, how do I, you know, give, put a lot of boundaries, but I'm also nursing this baby and holding this baby and, and cultivating. And then how do I do both at the same time? And so I feel like moms oftentimes will set down the discipline card so they can pick up the nurture card. And, and the Bible is really clear that You know, if we don't discipline, you know, discipline is nurture. Yeah, it says in Proverbs 13, 24, It says the refusal to correct is a refusal to love. Yeah, and so that's pretty clear. It's huge. Like God loves us, and He gives us boundaries and parameters. And you know, one thing we talk about is, you know, we always say, I laugh. There's probably once a day with my kids that I say, you know, I am the boss of you. And my husband (laughs) said, why do you say that? And I said, it's not for them. It's for me. I have to remind myself. We're telling ourselves I'm in charge. I'm. This moment is mine. But. You know, I think one thing is really important is that we have boundaries and structures for our kids, and specifically when they're little. You know, we. You know, if you ever had an infant, when the infant is born, they tell you to wrap that baby, and have you ever taken that blanket off and they kind of do the this? Arms flare They like out. panic. Yes, yeah, we to torture our kids and watch them do that. I like that.
2: It's called the startle swimming. response. Yes.
1: And and so you know that's how we are as littles. We need boundaries. We need to know what our parameters are so we can feel safe. And, and there's a healthy, uh, you know, a healthy experience. So for our children, we have boundaries.
2: Yeah, and then we were talking last night and we were prepping for this. And, you know, Havala, I think you and I both had the same approach with our kids. You know, when my kids were coming up, it, you know, we, we were raised different. We were raised kind of like where well, I was. I'm a lot older. So I'm um, being 55, I was more raised like, you know, children should be seen and not heard yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, but but then it kind of switched to you are the center of the universe. You are the most important person in the world. You're the most beautiful. You're the most gifted. You're the most talented. Mm -hmm. Well, people that actually believe that about themselves are not nice people. Mm -mm. They actually think everybody should serve them. And when I had kids, I said, you know what? My kids are not the center of the universe. Our kids were added into our lives. We're their parents. Our life isn't to revolve around them. Our life is to train them. Mm -hmm. We told our kids that... You know, play is a privilege. Yeah. You know, work is, you're part of a family, you carry your load, we get to do extra things, but we're not going to make you the center of the universe because we're here to discipline you. Right. And, you know, and you were saying the same thing yeah. with your kids. Yeah, we definitely that, have there's boundaries. There's no boundaries yeah. when you think of the center of the universe. <laughs> no. You have no boundaries. No. I mean, it's
1: really hard to, that your kid doesn't have a, a, more of a life than you do. I mean, this is what we're facing oftentimes is yeah. people are saying, can we have a play date? And I have four kids. Can I have a play date with every one of your children? I'm like, I haven't seen my husband, you know, in, in five days. I'm so sorry, but I'm going to have date night versus like you know managing my child's social life. So it is very unique. I think what's really important is that we understand that everything, the the boundaries and the structures that we give, um, have to come out of a core value of what we believe about our families. So you know if I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants and anything that gets me mad, well, mom's mad today. You don't know if this is a big deal I'm to her. Starting the period tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like all of a sudden, you know, no one does anything around here, and you're upset, and then mom goes on this this mission to get everyone to work, but then tomorrow she's happy and there's everything goes out the window. Well, so it's inconsistent. It's inconsistent. That's what hurts our kids. So having parameters that allow our kids to know what is expected is very important. And one thing we do in our home, again, we talk about discipline. I'm talking about where they feel the consequences of their choice, whether that's good or bad. You will be rewarded because, listen, when we choose things that are right and we do the right thing, guess what? There is a reward to that. God, God rewards us for living in ways that 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 are followed according to the word and what he says. Our life will go well, the Bible says, but then when you don't do, the Bible says there's consequences. So in our home, we're really clear about the consequences and we've learned our kids, I'm sure you have this too, we have four boys and one of our kids, you know, we we could do, we could try to spank them, we could try to put them in timeout, but the truth is for this kid, if you take something from him that he loves, if it's the iPad time or if it's Legos or if it's the toy he just got, yeah. it's devastating. So we kind of find out where it hurts them and then it and we're allowed to like go, "Wait, that's going to change their behavior." Another one of our kids, he's so social yeah. that if you say, "Go sit on your bed," he's devastated. But yeah. my other kid loves being by himself and would take it as a benefit. Yeah, so you have to read. figure that out. Yeah, what what where is it going to affect them? And then one thing we've kind of implemented recently is Um, If you're going, we call it hassle time, but if you're going to hassle me, like, hey mom, can I do this? Mom, can I do this? Mom, can I do this? We start to say, you owe me hassle time. You owe me, you've been hassling me, you're taking my time by me, by you asking something, I've already given you instruction. So you know what? Mom has spent time doing this. Why don't you go into the dishwasher? And that would help mom just really buy some time. And so what we've done with our kids is if they have an attitude that they can't get over, oftentimes I will ask them to do things until they have a good attitude about it. And so we get our house clean, we have a benefit of that, but it also I find that when kids do things when they are, and I, again, this is what I've, I'm seeing in my boys, when you give them a job to do and they do it, it builds confidence in them. And when we do things behind them and we don't let them to actually do things like empty the dishwasher, take the trash out, or whatever to clean their room, and we're doing it for them, we're actually sending the message that you are not good enough and you don't have the ability to do it. And so part of that is teaching our boys, you have the ability to do these
2: things. And I have found with our boys at you're least- But you're also teaching them that if they prolong it long enough, Mom will just do it. Mom will do it. So you're actually training them? to have you work. Cause my boys, I would tell my boys to do something and then I would just do it. And they would, they would laugh because they were enough. actually going to do it, but <laughs> I just kind of start doing it. And they said, didn't you just tell us to do that? And I'd be like, oh yeah. So, so yeah, a so really good you're, point. you're training your kids that they, you don't really mean what you say and they can mm-hmm. be irresponsible. And, and you're you, just going like to carry your it. load. Like we yeah. we took that. That was something you yeah. gave me yeah. where you're like, all of our boys carry their load and yeah. Or, yeah and and they still it. do that. They still do that. And you know, when John was traveling, you know, I was like a single mom, and I, I had know. four kids. I and so imagine. so I made, the, I made the dinner, and I'm just going to say, you know, my kitchen's clean right now. That's not normal. <laughs> That's not what it normally looks like. When I make dinner, I don't know why. I feel like I have to use every, every single pie. counter space. <laughs> no, just counter space. <laughs> counter not, I make messes. And so the deal is, I make dinner, and they clean up. Yep. They clean up. They set the table. I started my kids very young. You start mm-hmm. them doing stuff. Mm-hmm when they're young. And you don't want to make work always a punishment yeah. because part of that is just being part of a family. a family. You carry your load, you you set the table. One that's of them great. has the job of setting the table, another one has a tent, you know, clearing the table, washing dishes, drying dishes. You've got to give them permission that's great. to not do it perfectly. And um, and that's okay, but you got to start them somewhere. You do, you have to start them. And I, I think what's important too is
1: you know, really going down to the basics, if they're living, it's whose home is it? It's your home, whose stuff is it? It's yours, and, and when my kids, when I find that they are, they get very entitled, these are my toys, this is my room, this is, and I feel that, we're like, we have to remind them, you know, we love you, sweetheart, but this is all on loan. We love you, but this is, this is, you did, you know, obviously you did this and you had your allowance and you earned that, but, but we are all part of a family and this mm-hmm. isn't, I did my part, these are my things we we really teach them what it looks like to be part
2: of a team and part of it we call it team cunnington but you know yeah there's a team that's awesome you know uh havila you were talking about the boundaries you know we told our kids um we somebody had shared a, a little phrase for us when we talked to our kids we would tell our kids obedience is right away all the way happy way and that's we great. would talk to them about the scripture yeah. that god doesn't just look at our actions but he looks at the attitude. Of the heart, and I think a lot of times, and something you'd already touched on, and I would just love to unpack it. Is that our kids don't have clear direction from us, True. and so when I was crazy mommy, when I had you know the baby on my breast and yelling to everybody, waving a spank <laughs> spoon, everybody, everybody <laughs> stop! You know when I was doing that, my kids were like, what? she's crazy, she's crazy. I mean, I was talking about this last night at dinner, di- after dinner, and I asked Austin, and Austin was like, I don't remember it. I was like, thank God, thank, thank God, because I felt it, I felt it very we strongly, but. It. but but I remember I sat down with him and I said, you know what? Mommy has been disobeying God. Mm. Mommy has been disobeying God. You know how I've been yelling when I, I should have just said it one time. Mm. You know how I've been like, like trying to grab you with a baby in my breast, like slapping at you? Yeah, that, was, that was not right. That was not clear. <laughs> mommy, God, God had a talk with mommy. And they're all like, oh, my gosh. God had a talk. God had a talk with mommy. <laughs> mommy is not disciplining yeah. you mommy is reacting. Mommy is not disciplining you. And when mommy doesn't discipline you, God disciplines me. So I said right away, all the way, happy way. So then I would act it out. I would say, okay, so let's say I come upstairs you guys are watching VeggieTales and there's toys out everywhere. And I say, Hey guys, I need to pick up this playroom. We're going to eat in 20 minutes. So everybody pick up and then I go downstairs. If I come back upstairs and they're still mm. saying in their head, they're saying, I'm just going to watch one more silly song. In their heart they want to obey me. In their heart, they're like, We're gonna obey. Yeah, just not yet. Yeah. Not to I said, if it's not right away, mom is gonna come back up and she's gonna say, This room is a mess. You did not obey me. That's right. I said, I'm gonna see I'm not gonna see obedience. I'm gonna see no, I can't see what's in your heart. That's right. I'm gonna see disobedience. So right away. And I said, now you can ask me, Mom, can we do this after this? And then we can mm. talk about it. so I we have it all saying, and then all the way means you clean it all up. You don't shove it under the sofa. Right. you you do it it with excellence, you do and then in a happy way, you're like, ugh, you you don't stomp your foot, you don't roll your eyes, you don't storm out, because if you do any of those three things, we have to discipline you. I'm like, I don't want to, but this is what God says. God says that mommy has to discipline you. And it's interesting, because it says, Listen to the command of your father and the instruction of your mother. Yeah. A lot of times the dads will give commands, but the mother gives the practical outworking of that. And it's so very good. you can give your kids clarity on how to do that, but you can't expect a clear response if they don't have clear direction.
1: Yeah, and that and that is what we do. We oftentimes, because we don't want to take the time to teach, mm-hmm. we'd rather just order, get everyone to do what we want them to do. We've become this hulk in the house, get everyone to do it, but then ultimately no one knows what to do next. Yeah. Um so we we used to have the same thing all the way right away we say with a happy heart. So it's yeah. it's very similar. Yours is sweet. And well, you know, I actually yours is Why easier to say. To uh, but and again, you know, I think I think as well, I love um, what the Bible talks about in Proverbs thirteen one. It says that foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but I love how the message says it. It says yeah. intelligent children listen to their parents and foolish children do their own thing. And uh, one of my friends had, had said this to me, but in the Hebrew, foolishness means conspiring against authority, and I think this is really We've all important. Seen it. Yeah, is that in in the heart of your child? Um, although they are loving and that you want to eat them because they're so cute, the truth is, is that they have that sin nature. They have a part of them that wants to do their own thing, run run the house, be in charge. be. And so being willing to go, you know what, this is something that need, they need to be trained in. This isn't something that's going to come natural. I'm not going to love this out of them. They need to know that how they act has consequences, and that will make them healthy adults. It will make them help, healthy leaders. And uh, God does that with us as well. He, he helps us. Uh, train our souls, mind, will, and emotions to be healthy as well. So, all that to say, you know, with our kids, I always like to say, you know, connection is the most important. So just because you're doing what I want you to do doesn't mean that you're connected. So. Uh, part of that happy heart is the part that says, I'm doing this because, with joy. And that allows them to challenge their attitudes and their beliefs of how how am I going to respond. So, uh, and, and, you know, the Bible does talk very clearly. Discipline turns to delight. So there is a part of that. But, yeah, our boys are the same way. And it's always a challenge. This isn't like, I'm going to say this three times, memorize this, and you'll be fine. Like, this is a daily. Like, we have the four boys at home, and every day you'll hear me yell, you know, do it all the way, right away with a happy heart. You know, did you yeah. f- find your smile? You know, and I'm doing, and I'm, I mean, I'm doing all of that. Um, but I have to remind myself what I'm expecting and that is do I expect it right away and then oftentimes uh we don't follow through so we do a lot of threats I'm gonna take all your toys away you know I'm gonna spank when we get home and
2: we never follow through so my my husband would say I lied to my children you you do you You, do because because you're
1: panicking you panic and you're like trying to get them to be motivated uh you know so this is we are never coming here again and I remember there was one time when we were loaded up to Disneyland and we had you know saved up all all of our money and packed up we were driving there and one of the kids was was acting screaming in the back so we had all four boys and I remember going we're not gonna go to Disneyland and my husband looked at me and was like really like is that even can you really that's really say on that? the table yeah, like, seriously and I and I just I kind of looked at him like it's none of your business you know <laughs> I I'm panicked because obviously he's calling my bluff uh, but I think it's important to have realistic disciplines and then when I get home there's nothing harder as a mom to, than to follow through when everyone's happy again that is so hard for me when we'll go to Trader Joe's and we have two carts and the kid's in this kid. And and I'm saying, you know, mommy's going to discipline. When we get home, you're gonna to have to go sit on your bed. When we get home, mommy's gonna, you know, spank you. This is what it looks like. And then everyone gets happy on the way home. And then when you get you're home, you're like, oh, you're oh, like, oh it it's fine. Don't, but but don't the next time you're out they're not going to believe you so part of that follow through is okay I need you to go in the bedroom and wait for mommy and one thing that we do is I don't discipline we don't discipline out of anger so that's really key God doesn't discipline us out of anger and we're again how they see us is how they see the, the hand of God in their life so I will send them into the room and, and it, as long as it takes for me to calm down yeah. that's very key in my life I don't care if they're in there for an hour mommy has to do it with a controlled spirit a part of me that knows what's going on and, and we ask them tell us what did you do wrong and, and I need them to be able to reiterate to me this is what I did
2: again as they get older not all of them are, no, but even my three-year-old can reiterate oh they can totally reiterate mm-hmm. they're and way say, they're way smarter than they're sharp yeah and and um, you know I think that this is a topic that needs more than one session I know <laughs> so we are going to wrap up this session but we definitely need to yeah. go into some stuff and and talk about this and so first and foremost you know I don't I don't know where you are mm-hmm. in your discipline process but I want you to know I, I want you to know you are an authority yeah And we are given authority for the protection, the provision, and the direction or discipline of our kids. It's not to be abused, but you have authority, and maybe um, you don't feel that. And we're going to talk about maybe if you've lost some of your authority, how to get it back, and how to come into a place of healthy discipline. So thanks for joining us.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned so much from Lisa and Havla's conversation. Remember to go grab your free ebook at truthtotable.com slash moms. And if you love this episode, we have a whole course on our website, shop.truthtotable.com. It's called Moms of Men with Lisa Bevere and there is so many more videos. Packed with everything you need to be an amazing mom of a little man or a big man. So go grab that if you're interested. Mothers, happy Mother's Day. We hope this weekend and every day you feel so blessed and empowered and encouraged. God called you to be a mother. And in my opinion, that is the highest calling. You are leading little lives into their destiny. So be blessed. We're praying for you. We love you and we'll see you on the next one.
2: Thank ah.